1: Marlena Schiavo has agreed to stick around with us for uh, a bit. Uh, Marlena, how's uh, how's your Friday going so far?
0: Uh, so far, so good. I'm still awake, and um, I'm hanging with you, Frank.
1: Wonderful. Well, that's cool. Um, what did you—any uh, reaction to denunciations? Any denunciation of your own?
0: Um, well, well, I, I have one reaction to your de- denunciations. I was listening to you saying that, like, these lists were coming out in one company. They sent out all of these addresses and phone numbers— right. And then also to what the, what was it, the Department of Finance of New York? Correct. Where are these people who um, leak these things out when it comes to the Epstein list? Like, we still haven't seen this list. Has Arthur I. Dallas seen this list?
1: That's a good question. uh, I, uh, well, I mean, I don't know what Jillian Maxwell, who's who he's representing yes. uh, there, I don't know what, what she actually had access to in terms of uh, Epstein. But she if had believe, eyeballs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it's a good question. A good question. And uh, that always, uh, yeah, the stuff that we want to know never seems to come out.
0: I know. I re- you, Actually, um, you were talking about how John and I were on the, earlier in the show, we were on the radio a year ago on the same day, but... A memory popped up on social media that you and I did radio like three years ago Um, and, you know, remotely when we were recording each other. I made you like record it on a video. That was fun. Yeah, And um, we were talking about how um, they never released the the cause of death for – uh Jeffrey Epstein? Nope. The cause of death for uh Trump's brother had died oh, and they right. kept saying they couldn't you know release it and it was the same point. It was like it, it, people leak all types of information but there wasn't one person who was at that time leaking the cause of death of Trump's brother and it's amazing how like if they really do want to cover up something like Jeffrey Epstein's death and the list that goes along with it. So what's they can your do take it? on
1: Epstein? Do you think Epstein was murdered?
0: I do. I you, do not
1: Epstein, our uh, telephone talent coordinator, uh, who apparently is a, a first cousin or second cousin once removed, but um, but Jeffrey Epstein.
0: <laughs> You're kidding.
1: Say what you will about him, but he made the greatest mashed potatoes every is that Thanksgiving. True? Oh, well, that's that's oh. uh, that's something. Didn't you do that with Woody Allen's daughter one time? You made a Woody Allen joke when not realizing that not, Woody Allen um, daughter. But
0: but someone in the office did. It was it was a, a host filling in for uh, Nancy Grace at the time. And um, it was obviously a crime show, and she was looking at a, uh, a perp picture, and she said out loud, not knowing that the intern sitting right next to her was the um, daughter who sued uh, Woody Allen, um, said out loud, uh, wow, this guy is so creepy looking. He's like Woody Allen creepy. And what are the chances? This poor woman, you know, she had no idea. She's just talking. And it's like of all the people that could she could be sitting next to it's this girl that's why I mean it, I mean talk about the stars aligning the wrong way speaking of and this is I'm going off topic for a second but stars aligning the wrong way. I was uh, listening to Fox News radio. And I heard this wild story about a, a, a snake falling out of the sky and, and wrapping around a woman's arm. Did you hear about this? No. It's the worst story. I'm like, what kind of luck do you have? Anyway, this woman in Texas is walking. A snake falls out of the sky, <laughs> wraps around her arm, starts slapping her in the face. And what had happened was there was an eagle that dropped this snake, right? The eagle comes swooping down. Or a hawk. Maybe it was a hawk. It was a hawk. A hawk comes swooping down and then starts like wrestling this snake off this woman's arm. She's <laughs> she thinks she got bit and oh now my. she's just traumatized. And finally, the hawk takes off with this snake. And it turns out, I mean, the ending was good. She wasn't bit by a venomous snake, but she was in fact scratched by the talons of this hawk. But what kind That's of like karma?
1: Snake NATO. <laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs> exactly. It's exactly right. What? Yeah, exactly. You can't you have to like Spielberg this thing. Like what? Who is just walking along and has the word speaking of and this is actually a terrible story and I'm not going to belabor it. But, you know, where I am, there's not a ton of people. Right. It's pretty quiet. Even in the summertime, it doesn't get crazy. So a man was wa- a local was walking out of the. um like uh, what do you call? It? I was about to say mailbox, post office. <laughs> He's walking out of the post office. An old guy in his nineties thought he was in reverse. Was actually in drive and completely smashes this uh. guy. Pins him up against the wall. The guy's bleeding. They had to amputate his leg. Oh, this nice. guy is just coming out of the post office. He's a surfer. Have that is not good. How, what things did you do? In, well, now this guy was just bad luck. But what kind of luck is it that you're just walking and have to be in the right spot that a snake would land on your arm? I don't know. Anyway, it was a terrible story. It gives me nightmares. I do not like any types of snakes. Uh,
1: one of the things that people have suggested over the years is that uh, sometimes older drivers should have to re-qualify for their driver's test. Because yeah. your maybe your instincts aren't what they once were when you were... 17 or 18 and if you're driving at 75 or 80 and you still think you're fine to drive but if you were putting cars into drive when they should be in reverse you could really hurt somebody
0: you have a view on that uh yeah i agree with that i think they should have to retest um because they are a danger but i mean there's a lot of people that are a danger on the road especially with you know teenagers are a danger Text, texting, you know, texting while driving is a danger. But yes, I think that the elderly at some point and I know it's controversial because then it's ageist right to say that. But if they are able and they're say say they start the testing at 80 and they are able, well, then they get to keep their license. But if you can't pass a basic driver's test, I don't think you should be driving
1: the um the issue of animals reminds me of uh something that i've seen recently which is you know uh, we had to uh put our cat to sleep recently and there's now a big movement a big trend towards in-home pet euthanasia
0: did you do that with now, yours
1: no no they uh are you know we were on the way back from uh Kate May and uh, our pet sitter had taken him to the animal hospital to see if he could get any sort of treatment, and they said no, that he that he was suffering and had to be put to sleep.
0: So, had had you known that th- your cat um, was what needed to be euthanized, would you would you ever opt for an in home? I think
1: so. That's what our neighbor did with their dog.
0: Okay. See, this is I don't have a pet, but my friend's sister did this with her dog on Monday because she wanted her kids to be there, mm. and I I was very, um, I was not in agreement with that. I mean, if you want to do it at your house, that's one thing, but wouldn't you want to remove your kids? I mean, she has a, an eight-year-old and a five-year-old, and they had to witness their dog being euthanized, and I, I'm sure there's some lesson in this for them, but I just think you're just... I think it's an unnecessary step. Would you do that with Carmine if he was five
1: years old? I don't think so. I, I think I would want him far house. removed from, right. from the situation.
0: Instead, she had her other dog removed. Yeah. And no. She had her other dog removed from the house during this and kept her kids there.
1: You know, it's interesting. My, uh, I, I have a, a close friend, my friend Vinny, who I think you've met. His daughter, uh, Lena, she comes over and plays with Carmine a lot. She's uh, 15 and um, you know she you know she she's almost like family, and uh she I told them that Rachel was very upset when our, our cat Melchizedek passed away and uh she asked me and she didn't tell me what it was for or anything, but she said, do you have a picture of of Melchizedek and I, I sent her a picture and she came to the house a couple of days ago. she had a pillow made in the shape of a cat with Melchizedek's picture and it looks exactly like him i mean it looks like a a um it a really a really impressive image of this this cat as a pillow so uh and my wife saw it she started crying right away as soon as she saw this pillow and uh, here here's a, a photo you could see you could see um, the the photo of uh, melchizedek oh, there oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and so one of the other cats that, uh, that Melchizedek was friends with, we have two cats, one of whom he was bitter rivals with. The other cat he was very close with, right? Uh, Rachel would call them, uh, depending on the day, either uh, boyfriend and girlfriend or, or siblings. The cat that he was friends with yesterday was sniffing around this pillow like crazy and staring at this pillow, wondering if it was Melchizedek.
0: Could you tell taxidermy a pet I is that so. legal I don't
1: know I don't know that's would a good you? question uh, I don't think so I, okay. that's pretty I, I think that's kind of morbid but I mean maybe this pillow is morbid too but uh, I, I don't think that I would do okay
0: that. so then I should tell my dad he's not getting taxidermied. because <laughs> you know it, the question comes up with parents all the time you know do you want to be buried Do you want to be uh, um
1: embalmed no, no cremated
0: no. cremated cremated or buried um, and my dad said, "Neither. I want to be stuffed." And just keep just move me from room to room, <laughs> through every um, family occasion. And I said, "Absolutely not." But I wondered if that was even a. Le- Obviously, he's kidding. But. I think half kidding. Um, if that's even a legal thing to do,
1: that's. I'm. You should look into that for him. I think he appreciate <laughs> that, right?
0: Yes, that would. That will be his next gift. You know,
1: uh, my friend Joe Piscopo, who uh, obviously does a great uh, syndicated Sundays with Sinatra show. He told me that his father, who was a uh, a lawyer but also a very funny guy, he I think wanted to be stuffed, and he wanted at his funeral. A, a recording of him saying different things, so that he would actually be talking oh. while standing up, almost like a, like a character at, at Disney World or something. Oh
0: my, yeah, like a wax museum, right?
1: But they didn't they didn't go for it. So
0: oh man, my dad would be singing. I think he would just have to like put on the Duprees, and he would just be singing <laughs> all the time. Um, so um, the other denunciation that I needed to get in there, by the way, was for Sid Rosenberg. Mm. Uh, Sid, Uh, Sid, uh,
1: people listening around the country, uh, Sid is the uh, morning show host at uh, WABC in New York.
0: Yes, uh, Sid Rosenberg. um, uh, uh, Well, let's go back to April. Uh, April is when Sid's birthday came and I I went on the show and I wrote him a poem, um, somewhat insulting, but totally true and comedic. (laughs) And, you know, that it was a. You know, for his birthday, my birthday came and went on August 6th and he did not acknowledge my birthday. So Sid Rosenberg, I denounce you and I have written an apology poem for you to read to me. And that is the expectation. All right.
1: Well, we'll see how that goes over. I'm sure he will hear about this. Uh, by the way, Matt Blaze, uh, Joe Piscopo wrote to me about you. He uh, yeah. he he said he likes working with you. I guess you engineer his Sinatra show I on do. Sunday nights, and that he is not sure that that Matt Blaze is your real name. He's not. Yeah, I'm I mean, not sure either. You're not sure either. I don't know. Has he asked you about this? No, he's not. He's not. But he, he, he asked hasn't me. Asked about me. It. No, yeah, he hasn't asked me. I mean, Curtis says it all the time. I'm on the run. I'm a fraud. I'm a phony, fugazi, fraudulent, not a real name. I must... It's an alias. I could see that. I could see that. Makes sense to me.
0: You're, you have it an, an alias. Me, uh, you know, he's an alien, <laughs> Curtis. <laughs> hey. I can't believe Curtis Lee Wah. Matt Blaze, did you see my impression of Curtis and Frank? And Sid, by any chance? I did
1: not. Where can it's people not, see it? Tell people where they can see it.
0: It's on my Instagram, all at right. Marlena Schiavo.
1: I'm going to go look at it In my
0: reels. Now. And I did a show, and I played all three of them. And I... I honestly think the Curtis one was probably my favorite. I thought it was
1: very entertaining, and
0: he did not he th- like it. He
1: thought it needed work. Yeah, what
0: kind of work? Did I, I, Curtis I don't think know. It you have got to talk
1: to him. I, I'm sure he'll be here in no time. You can ask him if, he, unless he gets arrested, um, you know, on the way. Oh, on it the doesn't way somewhere. matter
0: because there's no cash bail. So,
1: <laughs> well, and his. Uh, and
0: he can, although he, you know, in order to not get arrested, he should just go smash and grab somewhere instead of protesting. Exactly. I mean, right. Well, he those has the get away
1: good fortune of the person who would be asking for bail he also pays child support to uh for their two (laughs) children so she's not keeping him out uh you know keeping it out of the workforce for a day uh you can (laughs) you could bet your bottom dollar on Uh, that Uh, one other thing that i did want to mention is you know my aunt camille makes this really remarkable egg salad i mean matt blaze has tried it everybody's tried it. it's really quite good so four or five years ago I mentioned this egg salad to my friend Fred Cerullo, who's a great guy. He uh, used to be a commissioner in the Giuliani administration. Now he's the head of something called the Grand Central Partnership, which is one of the most successful business improvement districts in in the world, literally. Great guy. So I my Aunt Camille made some of this for me on Monday, and I happened to be going to an event that Fred Cerullo was at. So I said, I'm going to be a mensch here. Fred has been wanting to try this egg salad for five years. He's always telling me about how he loves this egg salad, and he—it's uh, just our schedules don't work out for him to come over when I have the egg salad because it goes quick. I'm going to bring him quickly. The, quickly, you're right. Excuse me, and I'm going to bring him the egg salad, and I give it to him Monday night, and then you know this event that we were at, is at a restaurant. I was worried he might have forgot it. I text him later in the evening. Did you remember to take home the egg salad? Yes, I took it home. I have it with me. Would you know, that was Monday, today's Friday, I have not heard a thing about this egg salad. So I'm thinking he either lost this egg salad somewhere and told me he brought it home, or he. I can't imagine he tried it and didn't like it. Because I, I, But what other possible explanation is that I wouldn't have heard something about this egg salad?
0: Uh, did he know you were waiting for feedback? No,
1: but I would have... This is the kind of egg salad that invites feedback. You can't try this and say, oh, well, I'm just going to go on with the rest is of my life. Is there
0: an extra ingredient in there that most people don't use? I,
1: I don't think so. She she claims that she did it on video. It's on my YouTube channel. People could just search Morano Vision and uh, see her making the egg salad. It looks like every other method of egg salad it does not taste like any other kind of egg salad.
0: Mm. Can I have some?
1: Well, we don't have it here because Fred Cerullo took it, and I-, I feel like it's now wasted because we would have appreciated it.
0: Mm. You know, now I'm hungry. We-, we haven't
1: had any egg salad here in a while. Well, we she took a anything. little bit of, hi- of a hiatus. You know, she's she's at an age where most people aren't making egg salad, so she was on a little bit of a hiatus, which made this egg salad special. See, here's what happened. So she runs into she's my aunt on uh, my mother my uh, father's side of the family. She but you know we all live in the same neighborhood, right? So she runs into my uncle on my mother's side of the family at church, right? They my, it's my uncle Steve who had those cats that he got rid of, and my uh, uncle Steve is telling his fiance about my aunt Camille's egg salad, and this motivates her anew to make a new batch of egg salad. So she makes two batches of egg salad. Makes one for him, which I, of course, now have a chore. I have to deliver it. And um makes one for me. So I and this goes quickly. We ate it quickly because we hadn't had it in so long. So then a couple of weeks later, we get word that this new batch of egg salad ready. I say, I'm gonna do the right thing. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it to Fred Cerullo to take home. And now I almost feel like it was thrown away. People talk about wasting votes by voting for Ralph Nader or Ross Perot. I feel like I wasted this egg salad. On an unappreciative head of Grand Central Partnership, I have to agree, and I think it's she's going to have to make another batch. Yeah. I, I I'll I'll talk to her. I'll talk to her. I
0: thought that you were uh, protesting eggs because of the uh, the, prices. the prices. Yeah, it came
1: down. It came down. And when when you know, my Camille's making the egg salad. She's buying the eggs. So even if I wasn't buying the eggs, she was. You know, she would still be paying for them.
0: Oh, Okay. So you 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 you. That's funny. So you ask her to make you egg salad. Well, I don't and ask. Make she a-
1: volunteers. <laughs> and
0: make, her, make her
1: She volunteers. I mean, what else does she have to do? She's going to church every day. She's making egg salad. I
0: think it's weird that in one year we've talked about eggs twice. Yes. All right. We're moving on. All right. It really truly is a economic crisis oh. Oh. that's
1: right, a good one 800 848 Matt. Uh, Debbie Schlossel will be here uh, next hour we'll talk movies 800-848-9222 Marlena Schiavo is here this is The Other Side of Midnight I'm Frank Morano straight ahead
2: The Other Side of Midnight, midnight.
1: Silent tears Full of
0: pride
1: In a world What a feeling on this day in 1983. This song was number one. Uh, The more things change, the more they stay the same. Hey, uh, earlier in the week I was telling you about the uh, Kansas newspaper that was raided by local police and prosecutors. We have an update on that. But one uh, trend that we're seeing is in um, public schools. There is a movement towards gender neutral bathrooms with some people might call unisex bathrooms. And this is not just an American thing. It's uh, happening across England as well. And students in England are protesting. California now may require all gender bathrooms in schools and uh, in Augusta County, Georgia. They are moving towards gender-neutral bathrooms. Uh, joining me in studio to discuss this and a whole lot more is uh, Marlena Schiavo, who identifies as a woman. I do,
0: as do you. So I, <laughs> I, like, I seriously um, don't know how I f- I don't mind gender-neutral bathrooms as long as they're still male and female bathrooms. I think if that's the third choice... Right,
1: I see. So men's room, female room, and gender neutral. Correct. Makes sense. That's how it is in a lot of, you know, public rooms. Right, or or, or something.
0: But I I got a text message from a friend of mine um, who got a text message from a friend of hers who said in Franklin Lakes, New Jersey, they're going to be replacing uh, the restrooms in an elementary school there uh, with all gender neutral. Well, she called it unisex. Um, I can't find any publication on this at the moment. And I'm wondering if perhaps this person is um, misunderstanding that they're not replacing it. But if they were, I, I I feel like they would never pass. I feel like parents would be in an uproar. I mean, why would you want your any age children in the same bathroom with each other? Right. You know, so Um. but uh, so, yeah, so I would not be in favor of. Replacing bathrooms with only gender-neutral bathrooms, but I'm fine with their their existence Makes as a sense. third option. Yeah,
1: no, I would I would agree with that uh, completely. Um, w- hey, one of the things that uh, I did want to ask you about is names for boats. People put a lot of effort into picking a name for a boat. You live in a community that's, you know, on the water. I'm sure there are a lot of boats that you come across and a lot of interesting boat names. You don't have a boat, though, right?
0: My dad has a boat. Oh, he does. Yeah, what's its name? Uh, what's her oh, name? Uh, <laughs> Always twice. It, it, yeah, always twice. Always, I like it. Yeah, it. It, it says it always takes it, it. always takes him two times to get things right. So, like um, so that's where that comes from. I'm more, you know wordy, or like, I like puns, I like whatever. So I have a neighbor across the street who actually just sold his boat, but I just felt like his name was very lackluster, and um, he talks about maybe getting another boat, and he's a he's an ER doc, so I was like, I got it! Your boat should be the doc, D-O-C-K like perfect. And he's like, absolutely not. And well, I'm just too like... honey punny? I, he's like, I, I don't want to make any reference to me being a doc. I don't know, oh, doctor please. or something. Okay, so... Speaking of, do
1: you know? I don't know if it's still he still has this boat, but do you know when he got this boat? And this is my pro, close twenty years ago. When um, you know when I interacted with him when we were at the same radio company, what Sean Hannity's boat was named? What was it? It was called. And I think this is very clever. Airwaves.
0: Oh, which is cool. See, okay,
1: but not as cool as the greatest boat name of all time. Which uh, was a boat that was owned by John Gotti Jr. 25 years ago. No, more than that. Well, between 25 and 30 years ago. His boat name, and I think this is brilliant for him innocent until proven guilty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. I love that. It's great. Okay. I like, I'm more of a pun person. So, you know, I. Um, my boss has a boat and apparently it's unnamed he, whether he's telling the truth or not. I have no idea because I asked him the boat name and he said, oh, I haven't named it yet. And um, and then he changed his story about why it wasn't named or whatever. So anyway, so I always look at these things as a challenge and, and you know, just for fun. And so I started coming up with all of these names. Right. So. I want your opinion on these names. Although now that you said that about airwaves, I had suggested this one to him, but I think it would be better if Donald Trump had a boat. It could be called uh, Wake News. Okay. Okay. I like it. Right? Wake News. Wake? Okay, fine. Whatever. Matt Blaze, you got to help me out here. I get it. I No, I get it. All right. How about Against All Cods?
1: (laughs) That's good. I like that.
0: All right. Uh, And Cod Bless America.
1: It's not bad. Yeah. Not so for far my 3 uh, the I like against all Cods best.
0: Not for sale S A I L.
1: How about I like that one.
0: How about Prime Real Estate R E E L? R E E L. Okay. Like, you I fish like that. Sure. Fish, absolutely. Right? Okay. Um how about um well this is, you know, for someone who uh has worked in government or it still works in government. Um politician.
1: <laughs> I, I like that that's good and
0: government official F- official F- okay. Yeah. okay okay um and then for my boss particularly just because everything was a no no oh, no no wait i suggested um the gov boat <laughs> uh, oh. all right well then i was like fine how about fish james
1: <laughs> oh see that's a good one that's a that's a winner fish james it that's, is uh Yeah, I Um, I wanted to mention this before we run out of time. Uh, Earlier in the week, I mentioned the story of this newspaper in Marion County, Kansas, that was raided by the police. They took all the devices of uh, a lot of the reporters. They raided the home of the owner. The 98-year-old mother of the owner actually died due to the stress. And we were talking about this at the time. I said this was a blatant violation of the First Amendment. And the police said at the time that, oh, you'll see. When the facts come out about this case, you will see. And lo and behold, Kansas prosecutors withdrew the search warrant that Marion County police said justified their raid on the Marion County record. The local weekly newspaper that was raided on Friday. All the items seized by the police from the newspaper's office and the homes of its employees have been returned to their owners. That's according to a paper a lawyer for the paper Eric Myers the publisher of the newspaper talked about this it was designed to create a chilling effect on our publication. He continued by saying it's very interesting because the
2: probable cause affidavit which normally precedes a search warrant
0: was actually filed 3 days after the search.
1: I am glad this episode is over for them but I feel terrible that his mother has passed away. Did you follow this story at all? No. Yeah, it's a- awful. And uh, I think once people start taking the First Amendment for granted, we're, we're all in real trouble. 800 848 22 Original Rick is in Original Jersey. Hello. Yeah, good morning, Frank. Good morning.
2: Good morning. Uh, Ms. Shiba, right? Yes. yes. I, mean, I, make... yeah. I, did... I have a question for her because, uh, you know, a- asking Frank about women... He knows more about aliens than he does about women. That's
1: true. I would agree with that. This
2: is good we have a women's touch here. What's going on with women's eyebrows? You know, what started them plucking them where they are naturally and drawing them all over their face, wherever they seem it goes? I mean, half of them walk by me. They look like Uncle Leo on that Seinfeld episode. (laughs) I mean, if you see a really pretty woman, you'll notice – Her eyebrows are where they're supposed to be on the on the bone. You they draw them above like, you know, uh, uh, Pelosi started looking like she had uh, antennae coming out of her head.
0: Well, Pelosi is 650 650 years old. Right. So she probably has very, very few hairs like natural hair. So then then that's when all the penciling of the eyebrows come in. And actually, my grandmother, years and years and years and years ago, because I have very thick eyebrows that I um, uh, keep. Somewhat thick uh, because my grandmother said as soon as you start plucking them away, eventually they're going to go away. So I've always kept them sort of like thicker so that um, you look younger and more natural. However, you have to follow the money on all things um, like this because there's a ton of money in tattooing eyebrows. And uh, I mean, I have a friend that's flying to Florida to get the rest, you know, Just to go to this specific eyebrow place to to finish off the look of her eyebrows, you have to follow the money and you have to unfollow the Kardashians because (laughs) they're drawing makeup all all over their face. And it's influencing people.
2: I didn't mean to interrupt you, but put them, tattoo them where they're supposed to go. You know, when you see the bone of the brow underneath where they're drawing their eyes, it looks bizarre. It looks like they're cavemen or something. I mean. It just doesn't make sense to take it where it's supposed to go and put it somewhere else and think it looks natural. I was just wondering.
0: Well, you know what? In my next life as a cosmetologist, I will definitely take that on board. Oh,
1: we need that. We need that. There you go. Larry is in Brooklyn. Hello, Larry.
0: (laughs) Yeah,
2: Frank, you were talking about gender neutral bathrooms. I want to ask Marlene what the definition, because I I was going to make a trip to my old college, and I looked up the school, and I found out, that they have something new called gender-inclusive dorms. And I'm wondering, what the hell is that? It sounds like a freak show or something. Uh, well, what is that?
0: See, that that's where it gets dicey, right? So gender-inclusive means if you identify as uh, the gender that you were not uh, biologically assigned at birth, um, that you qualify, uh, you know, for certain things. So that's all the, the controversy in sports. And I would imagine that a gender... Inclusive dorm means that if you're a guy who identifies as a girl, but still has all the, even though you might all, still have all the body parts of, a, part, parts of a guy, they have a dorm that will accept you into what is mostly biological females. That's what that says to me.
1: Marlena Chavo, it is always a treat having you here. I hope you have a delightful weekend.
0: Um, And you as well. Good luck on your softball game. Thank you very much. I'll be swimming.
1: All right. Well, hey, you know, that could be fun, too. I guess it should be nice weather.
0: a bat. (laughs) But next time, I really do want to play softball with you.
1: All right. Uh, Debbie Schlossel is here. We're going to talk about that and Rico, maybe even some aliens. Your influence counts. Use it.